opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. And I'm sorry we're getting started a little bit late, but hey, if people are listening to the podcast, they'd never know, right? Um, Okay. So... Thank you guys for showing up, um, and I intend to do these probably at least once a month and possibly twice a month, and I feel like uh, as we have grown as a community, can, things continue to change, evolve, there's uh, and just, you know, we uh, used to have maybe uh, uh like 20 events in a week. We now have around 70 in a week. And uh, they're just the the whole, the, the caliber of these calls has changed um, and more new people are coming into the community. And so, you know, there's always questions that are being asked of me and I thought this would be a great opportunity for us to explain some of the decisions, why we do some of what we do. And I will be the first to admit to you that some of the things that we try, um, they're, they're always with the best of intentions. Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And that's, we learn, we grow, it just is, it's fluid. So uh, early on, it was like, Um, We knew we needed to be careful about putting stuff up. Right at the beginning, we'd put all of our information, including Zoom information, up on the website. And then uh, we learned that's not a really good idea because of Zoom bombers. And so uh, it was recommended we try registration. So we went to registrations. Well, let me tell you, the community spoke up and that was not well received and it was the probably one of the worst weeks of my life in this community <laughs> and um so we did not continue that because it just didn't work and so th- and that's okay and then we decided that we would uh go to a community email list and that has been very successful and even then in the beginning it just was a daily uh schedule and the weekly schedule sent out elsewhere. Now the weekly schedule is really everything is done on that community email list. So uh, those are just some examples of change. In the beginning, uh, people just let me know if they wanted to do something on the on the schedule. I'd add it, um, and it it didn't matter if it was you know on free conference call, Zoom, whatever. Uh, we just didn't worry about it. But over time, uh, we rarely get complaints, but one of the, the emails that a common thread was around free conference call in that there were people that were either being charged or unable to access free conference call events because of their carriers or whatever. So it, it, it became, you know, it, it just didn't feel right that we were excluding some people from being able to access these calls that was never the intent of anyone so we decided that uh, we would just use zoom and you know some people think that 
free conference calls are easier for their members to get onto than Zoom, but there are settings that allow uh, the account owner to set up their uh, calls so that anybody calling in does not have to input the passcode. It's not required. It's only required for the uh, app or website. So there's some workarounds, but that makes it easier and more, you know, doable for people. Um, let's see. Uh, then people started using waiting room. And what we were hearing is I was sitting in the waiting room, waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was never allowed in. Nobody ever said anything to me. I don't know why I'm not allowed in. And it wasn't just one meeting. It was different meetings and it wasn't just one person it was numbers of people and so you know there was the need for us to make a decision and we decided is that really our core values where we want to be open and transparent and we want people to feel respected and welcomed and so we have decided not to allow waiting room calls. If you ever go to a call that's on our schedule and you are put into a waiting room, I want to hear about it because that is not okay. We are not, we are not going to allow that in our calls because we want every single person that comes to our community to feel welcomed and to join in our calls and we don't ask for anybody's membership uh you know we don't ask people to show a dues card to come to our calls anybody is welcome regardless of membership in ACB and um we we just want everybody to feel that know that and so that is the driver behind everything we do that everyone would feel safe, respected, and welcome. Now, you know, um, we are growing and we have all kinds of people helping us out here. That's why this community has gotten so big. People volunteer to run meetings, to run calls, affiliates, individuals, committees. Um, it's, you know, it's just all over the place. And then we've been training hosts and, uh, and we worked with about six hosts for about the first four months. And the last two months, we've grown to 30 plus hosts that can help us out with our calls. And about two thirds of our calls are on accounts that are owned by ACB. And on those accounts, we utilize are trained Zoom hosts. But if somebody is using their own personal account, they can ask to use one of our hosts and we are happy to schedule somebody to help them with their meeting or they can use their own. And when they use their own, again, they haven't go gone through the training that we're offering. So we have a facilitator and a host that you know, has not really, it's, it's not somebody that I've trained in any way, shape or form. And so we have put together a series of guidelines for facilitators, or 
I call them now event planners because I know people that schedule the events, they're not necessarily the person even facilitating. Sometimes it might be the president of an affiliate or the chair of a committee and they're setting it up for somebody else in that in that group. And so we have shared a lot of information in an email every week that goes out. And I've been, I started that back in probably the middle of June, trying to get a handle on stuff, you know, um, just as we were growing and everybody's throwing stuff at me at different times and everybody wants it on the schedule. And on Friday night, I'm still over there, you know, putting stuff together and people are, why haven't you sent me the weekly schedule yet? And I should have sent it out that morning, but I'm still putting stuff together. So I had to kind of come up with some sort of way of gathering that information. So all of this is to say I share a lot of information with people that are going to have events that are shared on our community schedule. But we aren't watching everybody. We are just, everybody is on their honor. And I think overall, we have done collectively as a community, we have done an amazing job at upholding the guidelines that are shared and um, and really the the environment, the culture that we want to convey and to have open to everybody. Um, so it, if everybody can go to an event, anybody putting on an event, everybody goes to event and they can say at the end that was everybody, you know, did we do our due diligence to keep everyone safe? Did we do our due diligence so that everyone felt respected? And did we do our due diligence for everyone to feel welcomed? Then, you know, people's styles are going to be different, you know, um, and that's, that's good. Nobody wants a cookie cutter, you know, style. Everybody's different. Personalities are different. Uh, so that's wonderful. Um, but we still want to ensure, you know, that we are honoring ACB and ACB's core values and that everyone is knows about ACB's code of conduct and is honoring that as well. So part of what I did a couple months ago started including the code of conduct when I email out to all event planners. Um, several months ago, it, it was mostly, it was probably back in June, maybe even May, that I started asking people not to share personal information on our calls and it was definitely done by June 15th because that's when our community um, Facebook group was formed and we had to create guidelines for that. And the driver was really what goes on in the community because that was an extension of what we're doing here, right? Um, we wanted to make sure that it all continued there and it has just an amazing place for people to be. So uh, we ask people don't share their personal information. If you ever hear someone start to share personal information, if you're a host or a facilitator, you should not share your personal information because we have to practice what, you know, what we're, 
what we're saying. And if you if you want to share information, then get an email address or a Google Voice number for yourself that you could share that is that you are using for a more professional uh, purpose. And that will that will you know allow you still to share your information, but not share your personal information. Uh, we are a trusting group of people and it feels good and we're around people we've gotten to know and it might be really easy to share information in a room, but we don't know who else is in that room or who might be listening if it's being recorded or on ACB radio. Uh, we just don't want information to get in to the wrong hands. And I do believe most people are well-intentioned and you know, all of that, but we just want to be be careful. So please, if you want to be able to share information with other people, take time and get a, a more professional email address that you can use or you get a Google voice number and, and then you're more than welcome to share that as your professional information, but do not share your private information. Um, we you know, we don't want to hear about people being stalked or, you know, uh, bothered uh, in some way, shape or form. Um, so, all right. Um, so that is a, a bit of what we do, why we do what we do. And the hosts go through two, now two hours of training uh, and then there's more added training if they want to learn to be hosts of webinar. Um, so, and then once they go through training with us, they also are shadowed. And uh, so there's like on the job, then training. And then that gives us an opportunity to work with them if there's any areas that they might need to be worked with because the goal is always to help people to be successful in their their work with us. These are all volunteers. People are giving a lot of their time, hours and hours of their time. And so, you know, uh, we want to just, you know, we want everybody to be successful in that and to, again, just help us build the strongest, most vibrant uh, co community where we can just share great energy and support and you know we see it all the time in the in these events as well as in the Facebook group so with that being said I think now David um, would you mind your your I can shadow you here and we can uh, get you going as a as a, a host in a Zoom room. Or, or I am webinar. totally down. I'm totally down. All right. <clears throat> He's down. All right. We're going to get down with David. And uh, so, David, why don't you share with people how to raise their hand? Okay. So, if you would like to ask our lovely presenter a question, and Cindy's been amazing, um, go ahead on your phone. You can press star nine. Um, on the computer or PC, it is alt Y. On the Mac, it is Command-Y. Option-Y. Option-Y. I always get to, I'm not a Mac user myself, That's so okay. I apologize. Me neither. It's a, it's, yeah. And I believe on the iPhone, you have to hit the More tab, 
And it's on the lower right-hand corner, I believe? You're close. Okay. In webinar, they don't have to do that. It's just right there on the screen. It's on the home screen. Okay, so. well, that, thank you for teaching me that. Yeah. I didn't know. So it's right yeah. there on the home screen for webinar. And we, right. have, we have a hand up already. So if you want me to... Uh... Sure, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Cheryl, I have allowed you to talk. So if you could unmute yourself. Um... Hello, beautiful people. Uh, hey. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Um, I am just filling out my Google, my new Google form. Yes. And for contact phone number, is that a phone number for just you to see? For or me. is that a phone yeah. number that's going no, up? Yes. It's for me. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Thank you. Yep. You bet. Okay. And so that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah. this is something that we are trying this week um, and I suspect we will be tweaking things as we go but we've created a form for event planners to fill out when they are going to have an event um, so that we can have a little more control in a spreadsheet with all of the information instead of trying to dig through a bunch of emails and missing things we don't want to miss anything and we are doing the same thing with hosts are going to be signing up for their and letting us know of their availability as well uh, so that that is going out today so hosts will have that and they will be letting us know by Thursday close of Thursday uh, what when they are available so that we can start we can make our schedule on Friday and uh, get that out to our hosts early on so we're not doing it at the last minute because it's not fun to be working on the schedule on Saturday when we're trying to do other stuff too so yeah so thank you uh, Cheryl that was great all right our next person up here is Deborah Armstrong so Hi, if Debbie. you could unmute yourself Deborah and there Hello you are. there. Um, yeah, so in the few calls I've done, the question people ask me most often is, where is the recording? How can I get the recording? Is this being recorded? So I'm wondering if maybe at the end of some of your uh, mailing list posts that you put out every day, if you could just include some information about that, because it's the most common question I've sure. got. I have and no I, idea. So, and I will tell you, we, we, I'm still waiting to hear back on more specifics about the new podcast, which is on Pinecast. Um, uh, there's supposed to be a formal announcement with all I of the ways. I found it by poking around. We still okay. do. Yeah, we still are posting to the We're, new podcast feed for community calls because I do that. Right. So, so yeah. community calls, though, there's going to be a podcast there. And there's also ACB Radio still has uh, events there. And I have posted that information from time to time on the community email list. Um and usually I say right at the beginning, you know, if, to learn how to blah, blah, blah. You know, I do that. So, um, but yes, we certainly, I think ACB Radio is actually going to come around here soon uh, and do another roundtable. And they are going to talk all about those podcasts. So, um, and D Debbie, also thank you for your feedback. Some of the concerns that you raised have already been fixed. I edited some of the edit fields, so they specifically say certain things in that form. So well, I hope I was respectful. You were, of you course. Were. You've never been anything but absolutely. I believe me. I'm happy to get feedback and work with all of you guys. That's that's why this committee or community continues to grow. Is because we all 
work together. And yes, of course you were. Thank you, Debbie. All right. Next one, Jamaica Miller. So Jamaica, if you can unmute yourself, you're allowed to and go ahead and... Uh, Hi, Jamaica. Waiting for Jamaica to unmute. You should have the button to do so now. There she is. Hey, Jamaica. Hi, Jamaica. Okay. About the, the, um, the, the Google form that you yep. need to fill out, do you need to do that? If you're, if you're just going to facilitate on a, on a state... No. On a, this is just no honey this is just for our community event schedule and your convention is you know your stuff is within your your state and people will register and so on and then i always post information about how to register for conventions and i also then post about how to access uh listening to them uh on acb radio when they're happening but beyond that you don't have to do anything okay thank you that's all i needed to know well you're welcome thank, thank you, you for Jamaica. being here all right next person up is Gl- gloria um Hi, go ahead gloria. gloria you're welcome you're able to talk now if you could unmute yourself there you are gloria hello um, Hi. are you are i would love to learn how to do this and i was wondering if you have a list for people who would like to take the training Email me at community at acb.org. And we have trained trainers. People have been waiting a long time to become hosts. And I just didn't have the time to devote to training them. So we have I have trained some trainers. They are doing classes of four people at a time. And we are constantly bringing on new people. And so I, I would be happy to add you if that's what you're wanting and if it's facilitating anybody can pretty much facilitate Um, if people want to put an event together the thing is a lot of times people will send me and this is probably nothing that you're talking about Gloria you're probably talking about hosting right Um, I'm not sure you know um, I'm really not sure what I because I would like to be able to volunteer my time especially going into the new year sure and I thought if I could do this, if if there was ever a need, I, I could be available. Yep. So um, it's a new thing for me to learn. And I, I think it sounds really exciting. And I, I well, really... It's exciting and it warms my heart to no end. So, <laughs> um, okay. so yeah, will... we'll, we'll figure something out. You just drop me an email at community at acb.org and we'll get it all figured out. So hosting is doing like what David is doing, calling on people, lowering their hands, that kind of stuff. And we, you know, we um, have a lot of people, but I know a lot of those people, once they get good, they're going to go off and help their local affiliates and be available in that way. And that is okay. Uh, You know, so we're, I think this is a great skill for people to learn and you may even be able to then help even in a a sighted community type of situation. We know people are, have the skills to be able to do that, learning how to, you know, zoom host. And, but there may be other volunteer opportunities for you too, Gloria. So just drop me a note. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria. All right. Terry. You're you are now able to speak. If you could unmute hey yourself. Hey there, Terry. There she is. 
Hey, thank you so much for doing this call, Cindy. Oh, yeah. I, I We're definitely going to do it often. I just think I, <laughs> I should have started it sooner, you know, but anyway, hindsight, all that. <laughs> all I have to say is it's amazing what I've seen the community do in the last month, um, and I am so excited to be a facilitator and looking at forward to taking a host class. Um, just a quick question. If we've already submitted our weekly um, request for an event, do we need to go in and do the form? I nope, did not the, the email yet. The, oh, I sent it out last night. So if you didn't get it, oh. we've got to figure that one out. Um, okay. But uh, I, so yeah, that's that's fine and again we're just tweaking right now and we have some people that have done it some people have tried weren't successful and I mean obviously if you can't if you couldn't if you've already submitted it you don't need to do it a second time um, you know but if you haven't submitted your stuff we'd love you to try the form if it doesn't work for you then uh, we'll you know, then yes, by all means, send it in and we'll figure out what's going on. And we are looking at how we're going to handle recurring stuff because we don't, we, again, this is not to make people's lives more difficult. It's to, it, it may feel that way when you go to do a form that you're not used to. Eventually, I mean, I felt, I did fill out the form. It is doable. Um, and I think, you know, like anything, once people do it a couple of times, it will, won't be a big deal because people will know what they're looking for, what they're going to fill in and all of that. From our end, it's going to make life a lot easier. And believe me, this is this is more than a full-time job already. Just doing the schedule, just the <laughs> schedule is a full-time job. And it, it really shouldn't be. And so we've got to come up with a way to, you know what I mean, to, to streamline it and but still be able to, you know, I mean, I want to say yes to everybody all the time. And I'm, I'm having to set boundaries, which is hard, for me, I admit. Well, I just want to say I love the process of improvement that you guys are doing. I love forms. I love using the computer software when you put it in and it helps you make more efficiency. Uh, my favorite thing was last week, I think, it was Natalie sent out. Natalia, um, Nat, Nat. Yeah. Nat yeah. um, sent out an email saying you've been confirmed and here's the information. Um, if we can maintain that, that would be amazing. So I, I think I think that one of the things that um, we still need to look at is once we get information, uh, you know, who who responds to who and how uh, we're we're still kind of navigating all of that right um so it's been kind of hit and miss and i know that we're we're always trying to get better so i appreciate that terry and uh thank you for being so patient with us i really oh you guys are doing people, great it's people, a have, yeah. <laughs> people have been so you know really offering so much grace and really it's appreciated i i think that that's why this community is thriving is because we all know this is learning experience for all of us and um we we just need to work together and you know um and we're all just learning and growing and yeah evolve it's all evolving right so uh thank you and we'll try and get better at 
uh, giving you those responses so you the confirmation and Cindy, once you get the form formalized and know exactly how you want it to look completely, I would even be willing to come on here and like bleep, put my jaws through and walk people through how it should be. You know what? That, that might, I, I want to do a training actually. So so if you would want me to help with that, I'd yeah. be happy to. I'll, I'll, I will totally take you up on that. Thank right. you. Well, we have a hand up and it is Teresa Christian. So Teresa, if you could lower oh, your hand there, Miss and unmute yourself. Well, I can lower your hand. <laughs> if you're going to meet yourself, Teresa, that'd be wonderful. Teresa there she is. Now you can hear me. Okay. I can you hear me now? I can. Hear I know. You now. <laughs> it's the T-shirt that we have to have made, right? Can you hear yeah. me now, or you can unmute in Braille? <laughs> in Braille it has to be in Braille. Print in Braille, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, hi, Teresa. Anyway, hi. So I signed up to be a Zoom, get the Zoom host training a couple uh-huh. of weeks ago. And I'm wondering if you have a sense of how long the waiting You are on is. a class list, so you should be hearing from somebody um, okay. soon. So you're, you're on somebody's list. I've sent out classes to people, our trainers. I don't remember whose, but you should be, it should be really soon. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you are welcome. And Ter- Teresa, you'll be good at it, I think, so. All right, let's see who else we've is got. It, nobody uh, else, so. Well, will we, um, well. Well, well, Terry's hand is up again. I don't know if you want to take it or... Sure, of course. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Terry, you're... This is, this is for everybody. You're back this up is... again. Terry, go ahead and unmute yourself. I already know all the answers to these questions. So. <laughs> I should ask you something you don't so, you like. Know. Like, you know, like what is the color of Grant's tomb or red, yeah. red tomb or something? I don't mean to. That was an accident. That was That's a... a you were waving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, no if you didn't problem. mean to, then I will... Okay. Um, so if there are, I mean, we don't have to go a whole hour, you know, so I, I want this to be what you guys need. I want you, oh, I see it. Is there somebody else? No, Terry's hand was open. Let me look, see if we do there have another is, hand. I'll there take is. it. I'm seeing some more people, I think. Oh yeah. We, okay. We, yeah. Jay Rasmussen. So Joe, Jay, if you could, uh, uh, you've been able, there you are. You're already in me. Wow. You're fast. Hi Jay. Yeah. I wanted to find out about room, you know, like for room safety, Wise, like if somebody's um, on there and they're snoring away. Oh, yeah. We've, I've actually had someone fall asleep on my call before. It happened. Yeah, if they're snoring, that's up to the host then to mute them. So that would be a, a – and it's pretty easy to do. If I had somebody snoring on a call, I would ask everybody to be quiet, and then that snoring should come up on uh, – uh, the open mic and I should be able to find or the active mic and I should be able to find them and mute them. Unless you're crazy like me that threatened to sing in the voice of Mickey Mouse if they didn't wake up on my call and then they stopped. <laughs> so Don't you know do Jay that. that brings up another quest or another response I'd like to make those talk about uh uh why am I drawing a blank masking phone numbers. Ah yes. So I also have been recommending, it's not required, but I've been recommending that people mask phone numbers if they're doing calls on their own accounts. If you come to an ACB account uh, event on an ACB account, they're masked. But when somebody is on a phone, they, get, they, they do not have the privilege of being able to see who's in the room, read other people's phone numbers. And so they're having their phone number, their full phone number available, in my opinion, is not a good practice and it doesn't fall under safety and it will likely become a requirement. 
So I've been really working hard on getting people to just do it because it's the right thing to do. I have been sharing how to do it for the last two months. So it probably will become a requirement uh, at this point. It's just been one. And a lot of people I know have been getting that taken care of, asking for help to get it taken care of and so on. Um, so, but that that's another thing that we want to, um, you know, make sure that no phone numbers are visible to people that come into the room. And, and then that also falls along the lines of, you know, common questions, right? Why do you ask for people's names? Well, we're, first of all, we are a community. And if we're all in a room together, and you know who I am, we should also know who you are. And it's not very fun to call on a phone number. So when it's possible, our hosts are instructed before a meeting starts to ask someone their name that has a, a phone number. So usually it's by area code in the last three digits of their phone number, who they are. Many of them we already know because we've just seen them so many times. I know people's phone numbers and, you know, we can just kind of like go in and, and rename them. Sometimes we get somebody that's come in and they are a blocked number. They have set it up so that they come in as a blocked number. So they come in as call in user one or something like that. Again, we should be able to ask who they are. And if we aren't comfortable with uh, calling on someone who has who did not was not willing to identify themselves, the goal is to keep our call safe. And um, I do uh, breakout sessions for a friendship circle. I'm not sending anybody into a breakout room that we don't know who they are. So if someone is not willing to identify themselves in that breakout, uh, you know, for our breakout groups in those friendship circles, um, they're not going to be assigned to a, one of the breakouts. So I, I think we all need to use good judgment and give people opportunity to share with us. But if they don't, then, you know, I think we just do, again, the best we can to ensure safety for everyone and, and you know, keep things safe, respectful and and we want everybody to feel welcomed. But again, we are a community. So Janine, I think you're next. So if you want to unmute her. Yeah, I, let me, I was going to just check that yeah. for you. I was waiting yeah, for you. Sorry, to... I have, I have, um, I have a Braille display. Well, I was just waiting for <laughs> you to finish to before going to it. pulling sorry. any list up there. No, it's fine. Sorry, I was David. waiting for you to. Yeah, you're good. I just. All right, Janine. You are able to speak, so if you can unmute yourself, hey there, please. Janine. There she is. Hey, Miss Amy. How's it going? Hey, it's great. Um, Uh-oh, I'm not hearing you. Yeah, she got muted. I asked her to unmute again. Tamara, you got muted there, Janine. I asked you to unmute if you could accept that. There she you is. You muted me, No, David. I did not. The host muted you. I did not. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> it was an accident. It's all, right. all good. It's, it's all, all good. I'm telling you, when hands... So, before you ask your question, Janine... You guys, if if a hand is lowered and you're in line and it got lowered by the by the host, I promise you they did not do it intentionally. Sometimes Zoom just loses focus. It does it loses focus, and you go to do something, and 
it, you're on that person. You think you're, I mean, I've done it. I, and like promoting people in <laughs> webinar, I'll go to promote somebody and I send the wrong person up and I, I was on the right person, it's but consistently it's consistently inconsistent. That's our yes, motto about and Zoom. I, and it is, <laughs> yeah. and it may be frustrating to you, but it really is frustrating to us because we're all doing, we want to do a good job and we don't definitely, anyway, so all that being said, uh, thank you for your understanding. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Hi, no problem. Janine. Hi, Cindy. Um, so I want to give you props because I don't think you get enough. And I know it's a whole team because um, you and I have talked and you've said that organizing the calls um, is more than a full-time job. And you do way more than people know. And I want to give you props on that. So thank you so much, Cindy. And thank you for being so welcoming. Um I wanted to start with that. And then, so based on safety, I have a kind of a safety question. Sure. So I, I want to know, um, I want to know, uh, okay. So some, some topics are more personal than others. Yep. And some rooms are locked and some rooms are not locked. Yep. When is it okay to lock a room and when is it okay not to lock a room? Sure. And then do you need to post that in your I document? think it should be in the description. Okay. If you're going to do it, it should be in the description and it should take place probably five or 10 minutes after you start, right? You want to give people time to get into your room and, you know, possibly, you know, a couple extra minutes for stragglers. Um, When is it appropriate? I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys, first of all, if we're having a presentation, even just a presentation on technology or something, right? And it's in Zoom. Um, and we have people coming in and out and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it can be very distracting. And so, I mean, most people don't lock the room, but I, you know, if they chose to do that and they announced that that was going to be done, I, I don't think there's any problem with it. Most of the time, the reason that we lock rooms, most of the time has been in peer support type calls and, uh, you know, people are sharing opening up um sometimes it's emotional and it it's very challenging if people join in the middle of something and it, it's again we're wanting to be respectful of those that are involved and along the lines of being respectful is also being on time so i think that when we close a room at five or ten minutes after we didn't lock anybody out before it started right and, okay. and if we close it and it's in the description, then I think we're all good. So we don't ever want to close it just to keep people out. There should be a reason. And I think that those I, that I just mentioned are good reasons. Cool. Thank you so much, Cindy. You're awesome. Uh, you're awesome. Thank you. All right. So now, now Janine can't talk because there's no believable button. Sorry again about that, Janine. <laughs> all right. Let's see. And what I love is these are people asking questions that are facilitating calls. And that just warms my heart. These are all volunteers, people. You guys, you guys are amazing. You have stepped up to host or facilitate calls. That's why we continue to grow. Well, you can be. That a, is, oh, go ahead. I was going to say you could be amazed yeah. by the hand of Linda Yaks because she there has raised go. her she hand. She is also a host and a facilitator. Go ahead, Hi, Linda. Linda. I think you're there already. Hi, guys. Can you hear me better today, Cindy? I can hear you better today, Linda. You're doing you great, know what Linda. Was wrong? You know what was wrong? I, in its in its in its um, glory, Zoom decided to reassign me back to my old mic. 
And so I had to go in, I went into my audio settings before I came into this call and made sure I was on my headset mic. So Well, there you go. So I was scared sound, I had broke my headset, but you know. Anyway. You sound wonderful. Good. Um, I, the, the thing I was going to say was a couple things. First of all, um, I, as a, as a support group facilitator, really uncomfortable if I can't get people to identify themselves because yep. we might have somebody that um, actually knows one of the people on the call and they're kind of lurking. Mm-hmm. And so I will tend if, I mean, I made the decision on one call when someone would not identify themselves a third time to send them away. And I think that that's okay, Linda, as long as you give a, a warning that that's going to happen. I did. If, and, and, you know, you give them maybe two or three times and then, and then yes, they're, I, they're making the choice, right? At that point. And it was sad because this particular yeah. time that it happened with someone I did know. Wow. Um, but you know, I was pronouncing their name incorrectly and, and they wouldn't come back and, and tell me how to pronounce their name right. But anyway, so I just wanted to say mm-hmm. that is how I do that. And, yeah. um, and that is why, because it, when you're doing a, a peer support group, you know, you may not want somebody, I mean, I might not choose, okay. I might not choose to share something. Let's yeah. let's say that you and I are friends. But we've had a conflict. I might not share choose to share something on a peer giver support group that you, if you're on that call. Sure, I know. I mean, I think also. I mean, we all have to have our comfort level, but safety is first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And you have a responsibility to the group that's coming in um, when you're doing a peer a peer support. Right? Yeah, exactly. There's a, a responsibility, and that is really the facilitator is the one that would drive that in my opinion. So when you're hosting, if the facilitator doesn't mind, then it's probably not a big deal. Right. Um, but but hosts, uh, I'm, so I'll tell you when I'm watchful, whether I'm facilitating or hosting, uh, if somebody just says owner or Zoom owner or uh-huh. Zoom something, I mean, there's all kinds of different names people come in as. I am a little bit reluctant to even call on them. And I, if I ask at the beginning for them to identify themselves and they don't, um, I am watching them. And if there's any kind of problem, they're probably the ones that are going to get booted out before I even try to figure out where it's coming from. Because most people that identify themselves aren't going to be the ones that cause problems. The other question I had real quick is I'd be interested to know, because when I come into a webinar like this, and I did. I had to do it here. It asks me for my email address and my name, and then it did automatically connect me. Mm-hmm. Is that typical for webinar? Or yes. Okay. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. I went to go and check out a webinar myself, and uh, it asked me for that information. Okay. Because um, I, and I thought it maybe con- there was something I could set to keep, you know, to change that. But. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know why. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, um, love you as always. Thank you for taking me. Thank you so much, honey. So um, we have uh, less than five minutes. We've got like just a few minutes left. So any burning questions for anybody? Uh, Because if not, we we don't have to go exactly a total hour, you know? Yeah, raise those hands if you have anything else. I'm watching for hands, right? Get those hands up in the air. Wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Come on, everybody. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's just (laughs) amazing. All right. Well, you guys, 
you know, I know each of you who volunteer your time, you do it for the same reason I do what I do, right? Because we care about this community and it's really up to all of us to ensure that it stays the safe, respectful and inclusive environment that we've worked to make it for the last seven months. It's hard to believe that we've been going for seven months, but oh, wow. seven months and two days, baby. <laughs> wow. um, and it, it's been daily. So we're not talking about, uh, you know, three times a week or we take a holiday off. We have content every day of the week holidays included right and it's because of all of you so thank you um you know keep on coming invite people to let them join in there's too many people that don't even know about us yet there's always room in this community i know you guys are agreeing with me and um so thank you for being a part of it and uh you know Please come back again when we do this again and, you know, feel free to share your insights as well. Uh, you know, I need you. So thanks, you guys. Have a good night. Thanks, David, for jumping in with me. No problem. It was my pleasure.